Blog Talk Radio. I stroll through the pictures What I've left behind You once again I'm locked up in memories They all intertwine The memories living In my mind I know tomorrow Cause that dawn will come You will never know what you've done Good evening everyone and welcome to the NASCA.tub Youth Now Blog Talk Radio Show. NASCA stands for the National Association of Adult Survivors of Child Abuse. My name is Kim Lakin, and I am your host for this evening. Tonight, we are on stand number 3161, and it is April 17th, 2023. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> this year is already going way too quick. So we have a single purpose here at NASCA, and that is to address issues related to childhood abuse and trauma including sexual assault, violent physical abuse, emotional traumas, and neglect, and we do so with two goals. One, by educating the public, especially as related to helping society get over its taboo of discussing childhood sexual abuse, CSA, presenting facts showing child abuse to be a pandemic, worldwide problem that affects everyone, and two, by offering hope and healing through the numerous paths, providing many services to adult survivors of child abuse, and information for anyone interested in the many issues involving prevention, intervention, and recovery. And again, this is scan number 3161. And if you would like to be a part of our show or part of our panel, um, Personally, I would love for you to call in. I seem to be all by myself right now. <laughs> so hopefully we can find something to talk about. No, I have something that I can, I can talk to you all about. But um, hopefully some people will show up on the panel here real soon. Um, but we would love to have you. That number is 646-595-2118. And... Um, we will let you into the studio tonight because we unfortunately don't have a guest either. But we would love to have you come join us and just get in on the conversation and what's going on. So um, it looks like my co-host is on. Is that interesting? Oh. No, that's not my co-host. Who is that? 
No, thank you for calling NASCAR. This is Kim. Who am I speaking hey, Phil. Hey, Kim, it's Phil. Oh, hey, Bill. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, like, looking, going, who's this at? That looks familiar. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Well, I'm doing okay. I um, heard that you didn't have any guests yet, so I called in. Yeah. Uh, we're having trouble. Yeah, let me just, let's, go ahead. Let me just say that we are having a problem lining guests up now, and we have quite a few open slots for people to take. Uh, but that's that's just where we're, that's just where we are right now. So. Um, yeah. Well, and there's so many people that do this now. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You mean do shows? Yeah, do different shows and stuff. Yeah. So there's all kinds of, not just long talk shows, but, you know, YouTube and all that other stuff. So, yeah, we need people to call into this one. <laughs> That's true. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah. know what we're gonna do, but I do, I have a um, desire to keep going, but I can't see keeping going if it's this hard to get special guests over and over. I mean, we were doing okay when we um, reached back into some of our um, you know previous guests because basically I I rarely say I rarely hear. You know, someone that's not happy with the show they did. You know, so they come back. Right. But yeah. you know, but we've been doing, we've been reaching back for now for some time, and uh, you know, our show can be a combination of previous guests who return and tell us how they, how their life might have improved, but also, um, you know, new people, even brand new people who are telling their story for the first time. We have so. And everything in between. Also professionals, by the way, who um, when they come on, they tell us there's not their survivor story. They don't have a survivor story. But I frequently would ask them, you know, what was it that led them to the interest in becoming uh, a professional in this field? And then, you know, to describe what kind of work they do and so forth. So, you know, there, there are there are significant number of people we're just not reaching new ones I think well I had an idea to um, uh -oh. uh -oh. get it started and if what happened <laughs> you, you being yelled you have at? An idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh I have an idea oh I was like oh, oh, oh what now what <laughs> um, it's just my idea so I mean just for tonight we could read um, Penelope's I was thinking I could read Penelope's article that she did because um, it was really good. And I think she's going to sure. maybe be on at some point, possibly. I know she's busy moving. I don't moving. think it's a problem. <laughs> but, um, Go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> she may get on and say, hey, why are you doing that? But, <laughs> but then right. if we have anybody else call in while we're reading this, then maybe we can start that, you know, start a discussion. But that won't be unless you come come up with something else. <laughs> so um, Penelope is our other host, of course, as you all know. And she wrote the article this month. And by the way, I could do one for you. For, I don't know if you want to do Well, well maybe next well, month we, I can do it for you, Bill, if you want an article. <laughs> yeah, we, we'd like to have um, some fresh material uh, each month. 
or each week would be fine. <laughs> you know, we need to keep it yeah. fresh and keep it of interest to people and so forth. So yes, absolutely, we could use it. Okay, well, I'm working on. I'm not a big lover, but I'm working on okay. starting nope. that a little bit. Well, no problem. <laughs> no problem. So anyway, um, Penelope is very well spoken, and, and her article in the NASCA, it's on NASCA.com, and it's under, um, what is it, articles? I guess that's what it's under. <laughs> articles 2023. Articles 2023. And it's the time to now debunk the myth that what you don't know won't hurt you. And I love that because I say that all the time too. I'll say what you don't know will hurt you. I mean, you know, what you don't know, you don't know. Um, right. She, she goes on to say, I can picture it. Jerry Seinfeld opens an episode of the beloved sitcom about nothing, asking what's the deal with adult survivors of child abuse? They're adults. They survive. I mean, come on, get over it. For the record, no one, no such opening to an episode exists. And I have no idea what Johnny, John Jerry Seinfeld's position is on child abuse prevention, intervention, and recovery. I do, however, says Penelope, have, have been subject to those types of remarks. There's a great need to educate not only the persuasiveness of the child abuse epidemic, but the long-term impact of the lives of those who experience such maltreatment. I've seen eyes roll at the numbers. It's impossible that the world has statistic fever or fatigue. Sorry. Um, people still always want to hear about statistics, so don't they? Or, or simply heard too many claims of abuse as if one in three girls and one in five boys will be sexually abused before the age of 18. That's from Child USA. And 80% of child abuse is committed by a parent every 68 seconds. An American is sexually assaulted, and every nine minutes that victim is a child. And that is from RAIN. If those numbers are not close to accurate, and I believe they are actually severely underreported since two-thirds of victims never report their abuse, and that's on NASCA.org. A billion lives in our world are currently affected by abuse today, right in, in the here and now. So fired up? Well, we all are on, on NASCA, <laughs> all of us. And... Um, and there are so many others that have taken action in the war against child sexual abuse. Yet, sadly, Penelope goes on. I've heard, also heard rumblings of those who are sick and tired of hearing about it. I've had friends who have chosen to distance themselves from me due to the stigma of it all. One friend literally ran away from me when she learned of my childhood experiences. As for myself, the luxury of social such ignorance, the ability to forget, ignore, or hold does not exist. The enduring impact 
of child abuse on adult survivors is something that we all care about, no matter how many degrees of separation exist. What you don't know won't hurt you is a mess. Proliferated over many centuries and doesn't hold true for any issue. Have you ever wondered if you were sexually abused? That's a, a book by Dr. Dorothy M. Dedemeyer. And I was in the mindset through my teens, 20s, 30s, and 40s, that it was best to swallow the truth of all my childhood. I even tried to live a life that erased my past. That effort ran its course, and as I entered my mid-40s, aware of the weight of carrying it all inside, I hit a wall. Urged to begin cognitive behavioral therapy with a trauma-informed therapist by my physician, the complaint patient in me commenced the weekly sessions. The childhood maltreatment trickled down, and my recovery began. For the record, she was 46 years old. So um, that phenomena is not uncommon. And research proves that I am that she's not alone. Most child victims of sexual assault disclose, and if they disclose at all, during child adulthood, with an average age of 52. Other evidence, also termed adult manifestations of CSA, are physical and psychological presentations such as chronic pelvic asthma, respiratory ailments addiction, chronic headaches, chronic back pain, depression, anxiety, PTS, disassociative state, repeated self-injuries, suicide attempts, sodomizing disorders, and expectation of early death, just to name a few. And according to Dr. Nettermeyer, if you have experienced one or more of these symptoms, the chances of you're being a sexual abuse survivor or a physical trauma survivor, which transcends into sexual abuse after effects is exceedingly high, given these facts, as well as the present reported toll of CSA at 42 million in the U.S. alone, global pandemic should be impossible to ignore. The tragic reality is that shame, embarrassment, Denial and even guilt driven so many victims and their families, friends, and communities at large into ongoing patterns of secrecy. The suppression of child abuse is as deeply damaging as the perpetrators of these crimes. Silence serves as the most prolific enabler of abuse. Its contribution to continuing the cycle ironclad. It comes as no surprise that those who gather the courage to disclose, delayed or not, find speaking of the abuse a gateway to the path of healing and recovery. Thus, the importance of breaking the silence. So where do we go from here? Penelope says, her call to action is to be open and to be aware, not only of the statistics, but the long-term impacts of childhood maltreatment on its victims, regardless of the age. The signs are there, those previously named manifestations of abuse. They present in the lives of abuse survivors. 
unmistakable, many overt, and serve as a clue to a story possibly still untold. With so many reasonable, mature grown-ups in our world, we already have the infrastructure to make a difference. She goes on to say that she always believes, always that she always says as a sign off at NASCA, Stop Child Abuse Now, Rock Talk Radio Show, if you see something, say something. If you hear something, do something. There are enough eyes and ears on the planet to keep every child safe. As for adult survivors, if anyone you know wishes to tell, we all encourage you that we will listen without judgment. Thank you for sharing, Penelope. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we just appreciate your insight for all of that. And you can yeah, find, um, like I said, you can find it. She's got some really uh, sort of pithy thoughts in there. Uh, I'm glad she wrote it, and I'm, I do encourage people to you know, maybe take a look at that. It's not, not hard to write something that length, and you know we could, we would we would definitely post them for people. Um, you know, and in fact, um, we should start a little campaign. We'll start it right now since you, you've been willing. You've d- declared you'd be willing to write one. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's very good at, it. and she's. I know she's been. You know, very involved in trying to make things happen in in her hometown, and she's been though in the middle of a move for about a year now. <laughs> it seems like, doesn't it? <laughs> Poor thing. She gets one place and then she moves again. But um, maybe next time she gets on, we can get her opinions on on some of that. But I mean. Surprised we don't have anybody else that's called in this evening. Well, let's make, an, let's make an appeal for that. You know, we don't know um, what's going to happen in the next few couple of weeks. It looks like we're going to have a, a tough time having regular guests over and over and over. So whenever this happens, we're, we're going to offer the opportunity, really, for people to call in and discuss what's on their mind. So these are these are not hard shows to do. There are so many topics you know, related to child abuse and its recovery and prevention and intervention, all that stuff, many, many topics and a lot to say. And, you know, this is an opportunity for folks to call in. And we're not experts either. Well, some of us are, but we're we're experienced, let's put it that way, more than experts. And, um, you know, we – but we don't denigrate anybody's position – uh, you know, or anybody's opinion. If they if if what they feel is different than what I feel, that's okay. You know, um, so that's what this you know is supposed to be. It's, go ahead. I just said we all have opinions, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> and um, there's no there's no shortage of topics, is what I was saying. So we don't have yeah. to stick to the same topic like tonight. We started out with a, a particular article, and it, it, it was on a particular topic. But the next thing we talk about can be anything at all. In fact, you know, we want people to remember that when they call in and be on the panel, uh, we understand that they're they may be bringing a topic that they'd like to hear discussed. So, 
you know, if people if people have an issue that they want to talk about, or if they have questions of how NASCA does different things, or if they have, you know, topics that they want to that, that they want to cover, we're happy to do that with them. And um, so that's an opportunity to, to express yourself, but also to uh, get a little educated. We hope. Uh, and so please feel free to call in. I'm going to start talking about the number now. <laughs> we have a dedicated number, by the <laughs> way. Um, and that means that we don't have any, um, any uh, we, we don't have any other way to reach us on the air. Uh, so the, we're all calling in on the same number, and that is 646-595-2100. That's 646-595-2118. And that's every night. We use the same number every time. So I don't know. I mean, not breaking down the doors yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't, not lighting up the studio yet. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know where, I mean, how it is where you are, Bill, but... Um... In Colorado, it's like 75 degrees out today. Of course, it could snow tomorrow, but it's really nice today. It's just beautiful. So I can see people still being out and enjoying the weather. That's what I – I worked outside today, so that was nice to just take my computer out there and sit and (laughs) get work done. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I was working so on uh, finding ga- guests and so forth and answering mail and <laughs> where I wanted to go back to AOL, which is my email uh, system. And I, because uh, I'd covered the, you know, I, I went through it once. And then while I was working, I was sure there was going to be other things. And there were. But I lost the ability to get online. And then I could not get online. <laughs> I I tried okay. for an hour and a half to get online. I tried everything I could think of. And uh, finally, decided that I was going to restore my uh, starting point on my computer. So that takes a while, and you restore your computer. So I'm looking at a screen saying, "Please wait until your Windows gets this, you know, <laughs> uh, gets <laughs> settings to be restored." <laughs> oh well. You're not watching the switchboard. <laughs> not watching the studio. Um, I am watching the studio, but on my iPhone. Are you? Oh, on your phone, are you? (laughs) Yes. I I sometimes have run the show from my phone, of course. Uh, I just don't have, I don't have the extra documents like the list of phone numbers that we've kept over the years on people. Uh, I don't have that. I don't have available for that, but I have um, the... I have the studio, and I can listen to the show, too, uh, in a separate way. So, yeah, works out fine. I think there was one day when my phone wasn't working out at my daughter's house, and so we um, dial in and just, for some reason, the computer was working. I don't know, but the phone wasn't working. And, yeah, so that's a different way, kind of. Uh, but how many people would you say listen to these shows after the fact? Kind of screwy because you can't predict. You know, you have um, yeah. some shows that 
that uh, have quite a few people that are listening live, and then you have others that have almost none, and it's not really related to um, uh, the particular topic or particular guest, unless the guest has gone to some length to promote themselves with their friends and their associates and so forth, and that yeah. does, of course, drive the numbers up. But, um, yeah, it, it jumps up and down all the time, and, of course, it, that's, it's, you know, possible to listen to every show later. And that also, and sometimes the, show, the shows that come up, the you know, the people that listen later are equal to the people that are listening live, or maybe even more. So there's no pattern I can figure right. out. Yeah. No. <laughs> I haven't been able to figure that out. So. <laughs> Well, I can't, I can't figure it out, and I'm not too worried about that. I am worried about nah. there being some activity, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. I don't want this. I don't want this to go into the ether and never be heard. <laughs> so. Right. And that, may, that may be happening right. to us. Kim, I'll tell you, I don't want to think of it, but yeah. it's possible that we've run our course. I don't know. You know, I certainly yeah, have I put in a lot of, a lot of energy. In the last roughly 15 years, and I'm tired, you know. But I would, I would uh, yeah. be delighted if somebody would come forward that it seems appropriate to uh, give over well, my jobs to. I mean, it might be a group of people, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be me. It's, yeah. In fact, I've I've said this all along. I don't want it to be me. You know, I don't want it to be me. Not about Bill. Yeah. You know, it's about it's about all right. of us together, and it's about the newcomer, not me. You know, I, yeah. I've been in recovery nearly 40 years now, so uh, I don't yeah. feel like I need, you know, a lot more attention from you guys. Although I like it, <laughs> but I need to we give it over you. to. I know you do. I need to give it over to um, somebody who, you know, will be a good steward. You know to coin a phrase. <laughs> and um <laughs> but it's gonna have to be broken up into several people because I do so many things. I I answer the phones, yeah. I answer the emails, I work with the board, I uh, I and I another thing is that's huge. I uh yeah. continue to edit the website. Uh we have plans to bring our newsletter back. We were doing that for a while, and I had input on them. Uh, and then we have um, all kinds of information that needs to be updated. That's not a priority because so many other things are, <laughs> but it is something that I want to do. Right now I have uh, a list of things that are uh, broken links uh, in the resource page, and, of course, I don't want that, so I got to go through them and to take out the ones that don't make sense or go to the wrong place or whatever. And then some, some, uh, you know, some organizations are gone now, and uh, you know, if they are, they get deleted. They should be deleted yeah. <laughs> and replaced with other things. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot of things, as you said, available a lot. now oh. that there weren't 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. But it's going to have to be several people, I think. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. 
No, I just said people just weren't talking about it as much. I mean, it's still kind of taboo, of course, but it wasn't as taboo as it was, you know, 20 years ago when you started this. That's right. No, it, it was um, really taboo back then. Um, girls had it a little yeah. easier because, uh, or women, women and girls, I should say, both, um, because there were organizations that were devoted to things like rape recovery and, and um, mm-hmm. you know, th- those kinds of things were there. So at least there was a possibility that, you know, that, that would get attention. There was nothing for men at all, boys, nothing. And um, I did not want to make NASCA about men, by the way. I had had, a, I had had trouble finding anything more than we had one in six, which wasn't in existence when I first started. And then men's, uh, men, men's survivor, is that what it is? can't remember the name of it. There were two of them. And, um, you know, the, the one was uh, not so great, I thought. The other was very expensive. It might have been great, but it was expensive. And even me, who had been in recovery a while and had a job, couldn't, I couldn't consider, you know, going off to a, fly out to, a, you know, a, a regular group of, um, what do you call it, like retreats, you know, or workshops or whatever. Um, some of them were camping yeah. trips. <laughs> some of them were uh, kind of uh, done in a, a lodge, you know, uh, things like that. But it was so expensive. I wasn't going to go with that. And so and I've mentioned before that all the things that, that I'd encountered that were problematic to me uh, were eliminated when I built Nazca, and only the things that I found uh, appropriate to pass on, I'm passing on. You know, I mean, they were good ideas or good tools or whatever, they get passed on. But uh, avoiding, um, you know, other things was important to me because I just didn't, I didn't want to join a group that was only for men, for example, or I have them for only for women. You know, I did not want to have it for only for sex abuse. I wanted violence and emotional abuse and neglect to be included, you know, because um, I knew they were all child abuse. They were all child abuse. I understand the the, tra- the trauma behind sexual abuse, especially comes from your your family or your immediate circle. In fact, from a stranger, it's all horrible, you know, sexual abuse. So, you know, we're starting to see um, a lot more groups coming up as people that are in recovery now and think, oh, they got a good idea. Let's start a group. <laughs> so they did. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. You know, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Or a YouTube, you know, talk show or something. Well, there are different platforms like now than there were. Back then, yeah. there were there, YouTube existed, but it wasn't the popular platform it is now. Um or like the channels, you know, that, that exist. Um, and now you have like, um, probably have TikTok recovery groups and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> every every kind of group. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they have, they do crisis trauma, you know, therapy online. Huh. 
too. Okay, yeah. So it's like it seems like you would have to be in person to do that. <laughs> right. Or you should right. be, but maybe not. I mean, you know, no. being at home alone on a computer and, and bringing up some of those feelings could be pretty hard. It could be really traumatizing because we just have that thing. But, yeah. And you know, it's the other, just, th- the other thing anyway. that happens, I, let me describe something that happens because I experienced what you're, descri- what you're talking about in, in a way. When, I, when it was yeah. around the turn of the century, um, I had had a surgery, and it was not, I was not yeah. capable of working yeah. for a while. So I decided, well, I'd, um, I'd, I'd start learning about computers. Because uh, I, I could I could sit at a desk, but I couldn't move around. I couldn't go to work, and I could barely sit at a desk. <laughs> so I got a um, oh. laptop from my cousin, and I, um, I I started doing that. And then I realized that I was attracted to this, so I went ahead and got my own uh, desktop back then, and um, started teaching myself a, a little more about. Um, you know, personal computers. I had had, I had had experience with computers mm-hmm. where I was running a piece of software that somebody wrote, and it was for a task. Like, for example, uh, people may not know this, but I think you do. I used to edit television shows, and the television shows, oh. and you know, were done on. Some of them were done on film, but then the film was transferred to tape, and then the tape was manipulated by computer. So you really were, uh, it's an electronic medium at that point, and um, I had done that in the 90s, but I had never had my own personal computer and, and really gotten into it, so I did, and I eventually wrote a lot of websites, and I, I wrote, uh, I even wrote a, a magazine about chat, because I found chat so interesting, and it was called Chatazine, <laughs> and I did it with a, oh, really? with a partner. And we we did it for a year and a half, and each uh, each uh, issue was on the current um, was sort of centered around the current uh, holiday. So we had one for for example, we had one I remember for um, for um, St. Patrick's Day. Everything was green, it was, you know, little leprechauns and stuff. But the point was that uh, chat was chat was a new phenomenon. And so the p- purpose of the magazine was to introduce people to these different uh, platforms and to compare them. And, uh, you know, some we were pretty hard on. Some we said, you know, I don't think you should consider this. But others would be touted because they were their ease of use or their performance or whatever. So anyway, um, then I found one. I found an extension of a different kind. It was a 3D chat. 3D chat meaning you were assigned uh, a space that ended up feeling like your own world and you had your own character and it was a three-dimensional looking character who you could dress in any way you wanted and you could even create clothing and, you know, same with furniture and plants and everything. You decorated your, your home the way you wanted. A JPEG file would stick on the wall, so you could decorate it that in that sense too, as if your apartment had artwork. <laughs> um, and it was amazing. I spent a lot of time on this website because I was really fascinated by it. One day, 
I went down to the hospital because I was still returning to the hospital for uh, follow-ups. And I'm standing in the hallway for the hospital, and I see a plant at the end of the hall. And um, it's possible in the in the uh, in, in the software I was using to move a plant or to make it smaller or bigger or turn it turn it around. And I found myself uh, trying to turn. You know, and you can do it from distance. So <laughs> I tried trying to bring this plant closer to me and turn it around or something. And I said, whoa. I felt like I was still in the game. It's just a game. But it's also chat. There were other char- many, many other characters, and you would talk to them. Uh, you'd talk to them by typing. But back then, the, the uh, fascination I had with the 3D uh, chat also went in the magazine. Um and this is what I think kids are experiencing today. I, you, you just you surround yourself by um, the, the medium, and then you're in the medium all the time. You're in it. Uh, that's why we see people walking around, you know, looking down at their phones, and they never look up. Never look up. Some of them spend many hours every day on the same uh, on the same site which could be a, a TikTok or it could be a YouTube or it could be a, something else, but many of these uh, many of these apps are uh, – our kids are so familiar by the time they get to be 10 with pushing buttons that by the time they're 15, <laughs> they can fly on them, you know. So that is true. I had this experience of, uh, you know, a very strange experience of – Kind of having myself transported to the the the, the world of um, technology, even while I was getting my <laughs> doctor's test. You know, <laughs> it was weird. Very strange phenomenon. All right, let's. We're ta- we got a little off topic there, but that's okay. We're, we want to come back to that when you get off. Um, we're talking yeah. about um, child abuse and trauma and so forth. And I was trying to encourage people to call in um, on 646-595-2118, which is our dedicated phone number. You can always find it on the front page of the website, too, at nasca.org if you forget it. It's written there. There's a section on the front page that's devoted to the radio show, and uh, another section that's devoted to our Zoom meetings and so forth. So, um, right in the middle of the page, pretty much, you'll find the radio show information and the phone number 646 595 2118. Of course, you can jot it down next to your computer or next to your phone and You'll, you'll always have it there because we, we don't change the number. Right. And I'm surprised that um, our other regular is on tonight. So I hope he's doing okay. Who is supposed on. to be here? As it usually Philip is on. Oh. Penelope. Penelope was supposed to be on, but I think she probably just got caught moving or something and doing something. <laughs> Lost track of time. I believe she um, asked to, to be substituted for. 
I mean, I don't see the lady. Yeah, who, tonight. She asked who, who agreed to do it, but, yeah. Well, I think that, I thought that that's what they said. Because I said to her earlier, we were chatting earlier, and I said, okay, I'll see you Wednesday. And she said, nice, you're hosting tonight. Be on with you. So I think, yeah, who knows? Who knows what happened? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we'll just read the story that she put out, which was really good. I'm glad that we got share well, that. If anybody has um, anything they want to know about or a question or, you know, they want a little more understand, a better understanding of some of the issues we face, now is the time. Uh, you know, you have two people here who are completely open to whatever you want to present to us, and both of us are pretty knowledgeable. So uh, you'll get perspectives from both sides, and we'll we'll be delighted if you call in, you know, and, and ask that question or bring up that topic or issue, and we'll, and we'll tr- uh, do our best to cover it. And, of course, several people could call in for that matter. These shows work really well, I think, when there's about maybe five people here or something. Six people, maybe. If you get too many, you can't control it so much. And also, there isn't enough time for each individual. But, uh, you know, if you have five or six, and then everybody gets multiple opportunities to uh, add their two cents, you know. Yeah, and bounce but, things off of know. each other and hear a different perspective. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. nice to have yeah. those. Yeah. How have you been, Mr. Bill? Uh, I've been okay. Yeah, I've been okay. Yeah. I'm still um, struggling with my ability to um, do a lot of physical stuff. Christina's been wonderful. She's really carried the burden for the house. And, um, you know, she, she works full time. She leaves. In the morning, she comes back whenever she's done, and it's hard work. Cleans houses, as you probably know. Um, wow. And uh, wow. she has a little, a little group of ladies who she tries to, uh, you know, have with her each day, th- two or three sometimes, but one or two usually. Um, but she has very loyal customers <laughs> who really like her, really love her, and you know, she. She's no longer in the um, space of, you know, trying to find more customers or anything like that. But every now and then when she, she needs to replace somebody because somebody moves or something like that. But anyway, I'm uh, not able to do all that. In fact, we had we had some work here to, at the house that uh, we had to hire people for the first time to do the large, you know, larger uh, jobs. But, um, That's so frustrating. You know, it, it is. You know that you can get, you think you can get back to that, but then this whole age thing and gravity seems to be <laughs> working against us, huh? Well, I'm getting better. I, you know, I, I suffered a great deal yeah. between the surgery I had yeah. In when was that? 2016. 
2017. Tina reminds me. Um, and, you know, immediately after it, I, well, I was, I was already suffering before it, and that's, that was the purpose. They went through all these tests with me figure out what they had to do, and it turned out they had to replace my aorta, which is a big job. So it's basically yeah. open-heart surgery all the way down your your chest to your uh, groin and then two, you know, two pieces coming off so that they could connect to the um, these two ephemeral arteries, the leg on the right and the leg on the left. And it's all artificial. So after the operation, you know, it took quite a while to get Oh, the the staples removed and all that, and the, you know, there's just a lot of pain. But I realized that I had um, nerve damage too, and I'm still suffering a little bit of that nerve damage today. Um, gone from almost everywhere except my right foot and sometimes my right leg, which cramps. But my right foot goes to sleep in uh, inappropriate places like driving. You know, and oh. so I, I, I only can drive short distances and feel safe because you have to use your right foot for the gas and the brake. Yeah. And I've been, I've driven before when my foot fell asleep and I didn't, I couldn't tell which one I was on. So that's not good. Yeah, that's scary. That's frustrating too. You can't get things to move how you want them to. Well, it is frustrating, you know. Um, it was really a chunk of uh, five years there or more. Well, it's still five years, isn't it? 2017 to 2023, six years, plus a year or two before that when I was, they, they had not they had not gotten a diagnosis. I was falling over and I, uh, my my legs would fail me, uh, all kinds of stuff. And um, I had no energy at all, which they finally died. I had like three, I had every test you can think of three times before they gave me the operation. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, but they've been following up with me and uh, everything seems to be going fine, you know. So I can't complain. <laughs> we like you around. Yeah, I know. I think that um, I can definitely tell after my last surgery, but it was a pretty big one, too. It was my cervical spinal fusion. But I haven't quite gotten, I think, my a lot of my cognitive stuff back, still things that I struggle with. And I never had that before. I mean, I had a... a was a spinal fusion 20 years ago, and I don't remember that, but I think it's got to be tied to a little bit of my age. <laughs> like, I'm just not as young as I used to be. Apparently, I don't bounce yeah. back as quickly, but... but <laughs> well, I do get tired when asking stuff. I, uh, I work too hard. It should, I'm, what I'm doing should really be done by maybe four different people, you know. Should we split up somehow? Uh, or maybe eight yeah. different people with smaller jaws. But <laughs> one person doing it all, it's a lot. Yet I don't want to yeah. let it go yet, you know. And um, So I, I'm really hoping somebody will desire to take it on, you know. 
Um, and I can be the I can be the uh, chairman emeritus, whatever they call it. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> can sit back and direct. He's the director. <laughs> but yeah, you let me know how I can help you. And, uh, well, you're doing great, Kim. So I really appreciate it. There's anything else I can ever help with? Yeah. Well, the people that are involved, I that they're not the problem people. <laughs> I appreciate everyone you believe in <laughs> yeah. all the jobs that you do. You know. Yeah. <laughs> anyhow. Well, I don't know. It doesn't look like anyone's calling in tonight. They must all be out playing in the night. Nice air today. Today, that much. <laughs> My phone still says 68 degrees out here. So. Well, it was um, what 70 or so here, I think. Roughly. Is it? Yeah. Degrees. Up. <laughs> I asked well, Christina. I she now... said, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More or less. <laughs> I had a, some cousins in town this weekend at the house I'm staying at my aunt's house and um, and they're from Texas. And oh. I'm like, yeah, because then it, it snowed over the weekend while they were here. It stopped oh, wow. snow and then it's, you know, 75 degrees the next day. That's just how Colorado is. <laughs> That's what you get. So, mm-hmm. um, but we get a lot of sunshine, so that's why I like. That's what I like about Colorado. Even if it's cold, you know, a lot of times the sun is still out. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so I have been out trying to, you know, talk about the, the book and. Some information out there, more about the Stop the Silence book, and I'm also trying to find a permanent place to live. So <laughs> that's what I've been busy doing. <laughs> I wonder and if, through um, this month, I mean, this month, child abuse awareness month, because I've had lots of classes yeah. come up. So good. Yeah. Right. What are you going to say? I guess uh, Kim uh, went to, uh, Pam, Pamela, went to uh, Hawaii, did she? You know? Oh. It was, um, the the uh, IVAT group, yeah. group had the yes. meeting in Hawaii. Actually. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I do remember that. <clears throat> yeah. Is that where she's at I right think now? that's why. I didn't, I don't know. I think that's why the book got written when it did, because it, the IVAT thing is about selling books, <laughs> about sharing the last year's experience with each other, and they're all professional people. They're not. It's not. It's not meant for survivors, I mean. so, Yeah. But she, she must have. Yeah. I'm sure she took the book with her. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. I'm. Um, I was. I thought about going. Because it's the light. <laughs> That sounds like a good excuse to go to Hawaii. That's where it's good. It's a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. But I was there 
three different times, like oh boy, thirty years ago, probably <laughs> when my husband was my husband was working for these mortgage companies and kept getting you know top executive salesperson comes of the year or whatever. So they did all expense paid trips. So it was fun. Wow. But it was fun. That's the way to go. Oh, this is great. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Have you been there? Have you ever been to Hawaii? Yeah, actually, the trip, the one trip that I took lasted about five days. First two of which were paid by uh, the group that sent me, and then I decided to stay another three days. And, uh, I rented a car and drove around the big island and stuff. But um, Alcoholics Anonymous sent me. Because the one year that I was a, well, I was a service member in Alcoholics Anonymous for a number of years. But um, they held a convention in Hawaii. (laughs) And uh, those of us who were working in service jobs, you know, got the basic trip paid for, uh, for two nights. But I stayed five nights so that I could experience a little more. And I paid for the other three. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful place. Beautiful. Yeah. I see. Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> and about the, the degrees that I like these days, I like that. 70, 75, the warm. <laughs> I could live with that. Today was just, just about perfect. It's a little windy out here where we're at, out in the country, but the weather was really nice. Well, I could I could live with um, mm-hmm. you know a mixture of weather. I always did, but of course my blood must be really thin now. But I know Christina yeah, uh, is not going to be happy in the, anything cold at all. But she's from a tropical oh, yeah. environment. Oh. Yeah. 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 She, she was already living here when you guys met, though, right? Oh yeah. yeah. The state. She had she had actually arrived in the uh, metropolitan area, the New York metropolitan area, in New Jersey and New York. She worked, <laughs> and she stayed a, a little while, a couple mm-hmm. of years or so, and then somehow she made her way down to Florida, where there is a significant Brazilian community. Um, and she was already living in Florida and sharing an apartment with some people, uh, other Brazilians, when I met her. So as I lived in the next, I lived in the same town, basically. You know, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Fell in love. <laughs> say again. Yeah, and so and then you fell in love, and it's happily ever after, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, a little. She, she infected me. <laughs> she infected you. <laughs> yeah. <What>? Uh, <laughs> she infected me, and then later um, we came to California. And, uh, you know, she had not seen the house, and um, while we were here, um, I got a dog. My other two dogs had passed on. Only this time I got a little tiny lap dog that I'd never had before. 
and he's uh, my companion now. Christina leaves me, uh, you know, with him, the torture, you know, <laughs> while she's at work. <laughs> so, what but, did she do? You know, she didn't, she's not. In um, the oh, no, that's right. She cleans houses. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. You already said that. I'm not really understanding what you're asking about. No, I I said you already told it. You already told us what she did. She cleans houses, oh, yeah. so she's yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I she was, started the same. Started a business, and over time, uh, she developed uh, quite a following, uh, clientele, and um, eventually, it was all word of mouth, and it is now. So she's been doing that for quite a while. You know, many many years now. Both in both first in New York, then in Florida, then here, and so forth. So. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of work. Houses oh, days. that's terrible. A lot. a lot of work. Yeah. You won't slow down either, right? Oh, uh-huh. No. She <laughs> won't no. slow down. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless something I guess slows her down. <laughs> Once her back goes out. She doesn't have any. Uh, well, she has a um, couple of maladies that actually did slow her down, but now she's back to full strength again. So yeah, she behaves as if she's going to keep yeah. going. <laughs> uh, she's she's yeah. wonderful. Come on, then retire <laughs> with me, honey. Can run math yeah. together. <laughs> That's right. Well, she's been yeah. with me basically ever since I've been doing NASCA, and you know, has always been supportive, always. But she's not a survivor herself. Oh, but, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, oh, this little important. puppy dog, uh, she wasn't so sure because she'd never had an animal like this before, and <laughs> she says it's a lot of jobs to. A lot of work to take care of a dog, but I didn't know if, yeah. um, if I was going to have to take the dog back or not. But three weeks into it, she fell in love with the dog, and that's been it ever since. Maybe even faster. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. They're um, they have a love affair going on, and he he <laughs> loves her, and she's a good cook, so that's part of it. <laughs> oh, does she cook him home made meals? She cooks. He gets everything we eat, plus his own food. Does he? But he oh. has to wait. <laughs> he has to wait till the yeah. end of the meal. Can't beg. But boy, he's anxious yeah. during the meal. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's ready, <laughs> waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> my my aunt, who I'm staying with, has puppy sleepovers. Grand grand puppy sleepovers. Got three really? grand puppies, and she'll bring them all over. And oh my gosh, she just treats them like they're babies, and gives them all kinds of snacks, and lets them sleep on the bed, and jump on the furniture. She's just so funny. <laughs> Her grandkids are are like all in high school now, you know, or headed into high school, and so they don't have sleepovers anymore. So she's just like, okay, I'll have the puppies come over and have sleepovers. We, <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
So what well, do you think? We've got, a, we've got an hour. I don't know if we need to go any yeah. further. Um, but I would one last that. time, and we'll, we'll wait for three or four minutes to see if anybody does it. I'll invite folks who would like to spend the next half hour talking about child abuse to do so, but if we don't see anybody in the next few minutes, uh, we'll just make this an hour-long show. The number to dial, though, is 646-595-2118, 646-595-2118. And we would love to hear from a couple of people who have topics they'd like to hear discussed or questions they'd like to hear answered or whatever. Uh, our host, Jim Lakin, is uh, here with us from Colorado, and I'm Bill Murray from Los Angeles. So, six four six five nine five two one one. Yeah, call in. Well, and and thank you for calling in too, because I don't think I could have done this for an hour by myself. <laughs> I would have just kept talking. I would have found something. I, I think you'd be surprised. I, I've done quite a few shows for 90 minutes by myself, 90 yeah. minutes. Yeah. You just just don't think about it. You just keep talking, you know? Yeah, you just keep talking, yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, the, the truth is, as we sign off, there's a lot to talk about. And we're going to provide opportunities uh, coming up uh, for people to call in other times. And I'd like them to think about uh, what what it is they'd like to hear us talk about. You know, we have um, five shows a week, so there's plenty of opportunity for folks to call in and, you know, we're happy to discuss anything that's related to child abuse and trauma. Um, and I hope that you will call in. Kim, I'll throw it back to you and you can, they can finish up the show for us. Finish it up. Well, yeah, I mean, and you know who we don't hear a lot from, though, Bill? I was just thinking is, um, like, school teachers. We don't hear a whole lot from school teachers. So if there's any other school teachers out there that would like to call in and, and weigh in on child abuse and, and stuff, we have you know, all different kinds of professionals that call in, but we would love to have that professional opinion as well. I think that would be a good a good person to have, just because I don't think we've had them very often. Can you think of it? Any um, teachers? No, it's not. Well, let me uh, just mention that while we were on the air just now, I had uh, a news show on without the sound, but I saw a story go by about six women. I think we'll hear more about it tomorrow. Six women teachers mm-hmm. who were abusers, sexual abusers. And they abused um, quite a few people, and I couldn't make sure I couldn't make out if they were from the same school, but they were all young young people. They were not older, and of course the people oh. they molested or whatever were younger. <laughs> uh, but yeah. there were I think if there were six uh, six offenders, there might have been twenty uh, people that looked like were some of their um, prey. <laughs> so. We might hear about that tomorrow, and it's about teachers. These are teachers, so that's very unusual. Yeah. Of course, most most, uh, most offenders are male, and uh, but there have been uh, Mary Lou Eternal, for example, type type situations with females. She's a female yeah. that 
abused a young man, went to jail, and when she got out, they married each other. And she she was the man. still been ha- married. Yeah. She passed away a year or so Did ago. Did she? She oh. had cancer, yeah. Yeah, but oh. they were married. I think they were... I think they were married up until that point, but they had separated because I saw something on TV about them separated, and then when she got sick, they moved back in together. And so he was well. The when point. She died. But, the point is but yeah, that he was a young you kid. You, yeah, he was young. He was uh, one of her. He was like in junior high, and she was a teacher, something like that. Yeah. Um, and um, the point the point that this brings out is that there is no a career path, there's no group of people who are immune from this, immune from being predators, being pedophiles. And that includes women. Although the, there are many more men than there are women, There, are, you can't say women don't do it, because they do. Uh, and, you know, but the, the point that I'm making here is not really about the women. It's, I'm making it about the career. Every career has groups of people if that are... Um, if they're close to kids, it has anything to do with children, or or the uh, the summertime events that they go to have anything to do with children, or they're in uh, different kinds of clubs that have anything to do with children. There's danger for all those kids, uh, and it's up to us adults to to be sure that we're uh, not putting our kids in harm's way, basically. Um, and having systems in place that we can identify who might be a criminal element and who might be okay. Also systems, though. We have a system now where an awful lot of places don't allow a single adult to be with children, uh, especially one-on-one with a child. Uh, They're required to have a second adult around uh, because it's more difficult for Two adults, you know, for one adult to convince another to do, to do this kind of thing. Anyway, the point is that it's in every it's in every group, uh, everywhere in the world. This is a huge, huge problem. So, so there, I talked over. I talked a little bit longer. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Good job. No, that's <laughs> well. Thanks for coming on, Bill. Thanks for being on the show tonight. Welcome. And you're welcome. We always love to hear from you. Always good to hear from you. Okay. My pleasure. (laughs) Have a good night. And everyone, as we say, when we sign off here, that there are enough eyes and ears out there, adult eyes and ears out there, to protect every single child. And so please, if you see something, please say something and let's, aren't making a difference in this terrible pandemic at or whatever it is. <laughs> it's like a pandemic. It's, it's bad enough for that. But, but if you see something, please say something. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks. Good night, Tim. Another tomorrow Cause that's gone away.